This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Is anyone joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Wonderful and blessed day. You too. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, sister. Good morning, sister. Good morning, sister Lisa. Happy Thursday to you too. And how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Just keep lifting up the Goldston family. My auntie is still in the hospital with kidney failure. Wait just just a minute. Are you driving in a car? Yes. Oh, I I can barely hear you. Okay. Okay, well, okay, well, I'll do it tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go on mute. (laughs) Okay. You have a wonderful and blessed day, and be safe. God is good all the time. Okay, you as well. Thank you. Good morning, Susie. It's kind Kim. Happy Thursday. God bless everybody. I love you, sis. I love you right back. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Wonderful day and blessed day. And you be uh, just a, I just love your voice. You just, 
You're a great woman of God. Thank you. God be praised, Sis Susie. I appreciate that. How are you feeling? I feel great. I feel really good. Thank Ooh, you. Hallelujah. Okay. God bless. Good morning, Susie. It's Diane. Good Happy morning, Thursday. Diane. Happy Thursday to you, too. You have a How wonderful day. Oh, I'm, doing, I'm doing well, thank you. You've got a little good. arthritis going around, but I don't let it stop me. So. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, God bless you. God bless you. Good morning, this is Shara. Happy Thursday, everyone. Good morning, Shara. Happy Thursday. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Thursday, Swanita. Good morning, Swanita. Happy Thursday. I have a prayer request, if I could. Um, okay, first, how do you spell your name? My name is spelled my name or? Well, I need to know your name where I can oh. say you're the one that posted it. But I hear some background oh. noise, so I'm going to have to. Okay, oh, spell okay. your name for me. S like Sam, W-A-N-N-I-T-A. Oh, okay, got it, Swanita. Okay, who is it? Prayer request for? Um, my grandson, Tavares. <laughs> you want me to his name is, is T-A-V-A-R-A-S, Tavares. T-A-V-A-R-A-S? Uh-huh. Okay, your grandson, Tavares, okay. Uh-huh. Just, um, he's, um, was a, he was, um, he's out of school and they're, and it's like they're determining if they're going to let him back in school. Um, today, so I just wanted to um, pray that they allow him to return to school um, from from an incident that happened in oh, that's December. The, that's today, right? Finding out today yes. if he could, goes back to school. Back. Uh, yes, yes, ma'am. Finding if he goes back to school, if he can go yes. back to school, right? Yes, ma'am. Got it. Thank you. You're so welcome. Writing this down. Okay. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. This good morning. Is Stephanie just saying good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. Good morning. And who else was that? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Susie. It's Rochelle. Happy Thursday, TV. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Thursday to you as well. Good morning, Brother Darrell. Good to be here. Hope all is well. Good morning. Hope all is well for you too. Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Diddy. Blessings to everyone. Just blessed to be alive this morning. Amen. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Has anyone else joined the call? Would like to say good morning before I get started with the call? Okay, well, it's time to get started. But before we do move forward, we ask that you please mute your line so that we can proceed. And hello and good morning. My name is Susie and I am your host. 
And thank you so much for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to continue join. Uh, excuse me. Be sure to continue joining. Join using during the month of January, where our new monthly theme is entitled Planting, focusing on the importance of planting our words, influence, and action according to the Word and will of God so we can and will be plants after his own kind. Um, let's see here. The order of the calls is, oh, shoot, excuse me. I do have two prayer requests this morning. One is from Sarah Elliott. She asked that we pray for Dwayne Elliott, who has abdominal pain and went to ER last night. And Swanita is asking for prayer for her grandson, Traveris. He's out of school. And he's finding out today if he can go back to school. The order of the call this morning is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy. The declaration will be brought by Daryl. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is Psalms 1 and 3. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phone on, on mute until encrusted, in, excuse me, <laughs> until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Abba, Father, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, because you are the author and finisher of my faith. So we arise this morning, God, giving you all the honor, glory, and praise, establishing our legal right and dominion over this region and over every region and territory in which you have given us jurisdictional authority. According to Daniel 9 and 4, you are the only great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant to them that love you and to them that keep your commandments. I appeal to the God that said in 2 Chronicles 7, 13 through 16, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence amongst my people, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. And now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attended to this prayer, which is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and mine heart shall be perpetually there. So I declare and decree that this call and declare victory is sanctified and every place that this call is being played is sanctified. I thank you as we present ourselves as a living sacrifice by the shed blood of Jesus. We enter your gates.
with thanksgiving and we enter your courts with praise. We ask God that you allow us to have free passage for our prayers to ascend into the supernatural realm and shall not be earth bound, that they are presented unto you in golden bowls as incense with a sweet smelling aroma. I thank you that you allow the words about our mouth and the meditation of our heart to be acceptable in your sight and that your word says in Matthew 18, 19 through 20, that if two of us agree on anything here on earth, it will be done by our Father in heaven. Whatever we bind on earth, we bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth, will be loosed in heaven. And if two of us agree upon anything here on earth, it will be done. So right now, we lift up Dwayne Elliott to you, God, who was issued into ER last night for abdominal pain. We ask Jehovah Rapha, for you are the Lord that heals, that you lose healing anointing and miracle anointing over him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. We loose your angels in a great and mighty abundance into the way presence, God, into the presence of every doctor and every nurse that goes into his room in the emergency ER unit. We now bind in the name of Jesus, all of Satan's evil principalities, powers, and rulers of wickedness, and command them to not manifest or transfer into his presence into the doctor's or the nurse's presence, and that you be with Dwayne Elliott on today. We plead the blood of Jesus on him, and we ask God that you make him whole again. We put a hedge of protection around him, and we ask for you to allow him to be filled with your Holy Spirit and to loose out all the fruits of your spirit, your love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I ask God as we also lift up Juanita's grandson, Travaris, God, you know the incident and you know what happened, God. But we're asking that on today, as he goes forth to the school system, that they allow favor, grace, and mercy on his behalf to allow him to be able to go back into the school system, God, to go back into the classroom, God. And we ask that you would allow from this day forward that he would have your word being the lamp upon his feet and the light upon his path that you would allow no weapon that forms against him to prosper and that you would cover him with favor, God, as a shield, that you would let the light of God shine through him as he walks securely with integrity from this point forward, God. We speak against strife. We speak against resentment. We speak against anger. We speak against backbiting. We speak against character assassination on his behalf in the name of Jesus. And we ask that you allow him to be planted like a tree next to waters that bears its fruit in its season, God. So we ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, and we come, even though this pandemic has still been going on and this variant of Omicron has been running rampant across the nation, God, we come upon, we call upon you, Jehovah Nisi, because we come and we trust in you, God. And in your word, in 2 Samuel 22 and 3, it says that you are our shield and the horn of our salvation our stronghold and our refuge. And in Psalm 18 and 2, it says that you are our God, my rock in whom I take refuge. You are our shield and the horn of our salvation. It is in the promises in your word that encourage us to trust you for our protection. So we know, God, that you have given us the authority according to Luke 10 and 19 to tread upon the serpents and the scorpions uh, and over all power of the enemy uh, and nothing by any means shall hurt us, God. 
So we ask that you allow us on today to take and dwell into the secret place of the Most High and to abide upon the shadow of the Almighty and that we are allowed to say to you, God, that you are our Lord and our refuge, our fortress and our God in whom we can trust, God. I ask that you cover each and every person under the sound of my voice with your feathers and let us walk under your wings to take refuge. I ask that you let your faithfulness and truth be our shield and our armor. And I thank you, Lord, uh, that we will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrows that are thrown at us by day, nor of deadly pestilence that walks in the darkness, nor of destruction that wastes in the noonday. But I thank you that we have, that we can say, God, that we have the faith that a thousand will fall at our side and 10,000 at our right hand, and that you will not let it come near us. You will not let it come nigh our dwelling, God. And I thank you for your deliverance and protection to those who may have already gotten the, the coronavirus, God, but that you've healed them and you allowed them to not see death and to still wake up this morning with breath in their lungs, God. So I ask God that you allow your angels to lift everybody up so that we will not stumble or hurt in any way. I claim victory for all of our lives. Uh, we reject all the insinuations, accusations, and temptations of Satan. Uh, we affirm the word of God is true, and we choose to live in obedience uh, and to always fellowship with you. Uh, Jesus, I ask that you open our eyes. Show us any areas of our lives that do not please you. Uh, enable us to be aggressive in prayer and faith. Uh, enable us to practice your word. Uh, we give you your rightful place in our lives, God. Uh, we place all of our cares, all of our anxieties and worries and concerns once and for all upon you because we know that you love us uh, and you watch over us according to 1 Peter 5 and 7. We ask God that you give us total freedom and liberty from our sickness and diseases. Give us the mind of Christ. Let us have all the fruits of your spirit and fill us with your Holy Spirit, God. Uh, let us all be covered with your tailor-made armor, God, from the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness, uh, the belt of truth, uh, the gospel of peace, sandals, uh, and the sword of the spirit, which is your word, God. We ask God that you allow the shield of faith to quench any arrows from the enemy, and we ask collective forgiveness of our sins and the sins of our ancestors, known or unknown for each and every person on this call, so that this prayer of intercession be not hindered unto you. So we ask God that as we have a high priest uh, who has passed through the heavens in Jesus, the Son of God, that we can hold fast to our confession. Uh, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, uh, but we have one who in every respect uh, has been tested as we are and is yet without sin. So let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness uh, so that we may receive mercy and find grace in our time of need. So as we begin to take our phones off mute, we claim all of the above promises by faith, God. Uh, thank you for creating in heart, a heart of thanksgiving. Uh, we choose to abide in the spirit of truth. Uh, we are the continuing state of and worship with you, God. So and allow us to 
And as we begin to take our phones back on you, and as I begin to close this prayer, Lord, we take solace in knowing that your word shall not return back to you void, but it shall accomplish what you please and it shall prosper. For you are not a respecter of persons, and all we have to do is ask and it to be given. Seek and we shall find, knock and the door be open. So I ask that as the declare comes forth and brings a word, may Holy Spirit, you increase so that he may decrease it, but that you pour back into him everything he's about to pour out unto us. In the name of Jesus, as I close this prayer, we pray. Jesus' name, amen, as I pass the call. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Amen. Truly, the presence of the Lord is thick. His glory and his cloud of glory is thick in this place. Amen. I want to thank God for our prayer leader on this morning. Amen. Who is so Holy Spirit-led and the fire that begins to convey through each and every last one of us. I want to thank you all for the opportunity to come and be able to declare God's word on this morning. Amen. I pray that it will meet you where you are, but not only meet you where you are, but lift you to a new dimension in God as well, too. Amen. And I also want to say a happy early birthday to our very own sister Dion, who will be celebrating her birthday on tomorrow as well. Amen. So, Again, you all pray for me. Keep me in your prayers. Amen. I pray that this word will be a blessing to you as we come forth on this morning. If you all would, amen. I know we've already grown grown to the throne of grace and prayer, but would you mind if I lift up God just for a few moments? Amen. Father, I thank you right now, Lord God, for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you, Lord God, for your presence, your power, Lord God, but most importantly, relationship with you. Lord, I Thank you, Lord God, that you have already mapped out our purpose and destiny, Lord God, and through faith that we're able, Lord God, to walk in the manifestation of it. Lord, I pray that as I prepare to come forth, Lord God, to render your word, that, Father, no man be glorified, but you, Lord God, be glorified. Father, I pray for whatever the need is, Lord God, for thine people, even for myself, that it's able to be accomplished in and through your word, Lord God. And Father, we just want to thank you. We want to glorify you. We want to honor you on this day, Lord God, because to you, to all the glory, all the honor, and all the power belongs. It's in your darling, matchless son, Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. This morning, amen, I know we've been focusing on the series of being planted or planted, amen, and my prayer is, for many of you that have started off in your new year, that you are planted, you're doing all the things that God has called you to do, you're seeing even manifestation, root taking place, you're beginning to allow breakthroughs to come in certain areas. There's something I want to talk about that will aid each and every last one of us as we're walking in this call that God has called us to, not only for 2022, but throughout the rest of the year, is that I want to talk about growing a seed that's already within you. 
the seed that's already within you, that there's a seed planted that will prescribe everything that we need, everything that God intended to do in our lives all through this seed. So let's, if you would, if you have your Bibles, let's turn to 1 Peter 1 and 23. 1 Peter 1 and 23, amen, I'll be reading. The word of God reads, for you have been born again, not of seed, which is perishable, but imperishable, that is, through the living and enduring word of God. You see, the word of God tells us in 1 Peter 1.23 that there is a seed planted within each and every last one of us, and in this seed, it contains the DNA prescribing all that we need in order to live as God has intended. And not only able to live as all that God intended, but also all that each and every last one of us are looking for pertaining to living a life of godliness, it already resides within you through the seed of the divine nature. Now, I want to look at First Peter one twenty three again, and it reads, For you have been born again, not of seed, which is perishable, but imperishable, that is, through the living and enduring word of God. So whether on this morning, my brothers and sisters, your desire is joy, peace, maybe your desire is wisdom, spiritual power, or even self-control, it is through the development of the divine nature inside of each and every last one of us that we will come to access everything God has for us at a greater level because development come as you are planted. And once you are planted, you grow in the knowledge of God. Now, let's discuss planting and growing the seed. Why is it important planting and growing the seed? Please understand that your body will behave differently whenever the spirit of God begins to dictate to your soul and not as your soul dictates to your spirit. Let me say that again, that whenever your spirit, the spirit man begins to dictate to your soul and not your soul dictate to your spirit, that's when you begin to see your body behave differently because in order to know God, and we're talking about the word gnosko, to know him intimately, in order to know God, we must come to know him on a spirit level. I want you to remember on this morning that man, the makeup of man is made up of three parts, that man is made up of body, soul, and spirit. Now, our bodies interacts with the physical world through our five senses, which enables us to engage life in a tangible realm, touch, taste, see, smell, hear. Our soul is centered around the self-life, which is our personhood, which includes our intellect, our emotions, and our will. But the spirit man is the deepest part of us, which has been created to operate in the spiritual realm. And it is also, when we talk about the spirit, it's also the part of us which is able to have contact with God. But here lies the problem. is because so much of our lives involves our emotions and how we respond to the world in which we live. 
we've come to somehow depend on the soul in order to guide us through life. We've depended on our intellect, our emotions, and our wills to guide us through life. Yet when God exposes himself to us and desires to draw us in closer for a deeper connection with him, realize that that only happens when you tap into the spirit realm or the spirit level. Now let's look at 1 Peter 1.23 with all of that in mind again. 1 Peter 1.23 says, For you have been born again, not of seed, which is perishable, but imperishable, that is, through the living and enduring word of God. Now, one of the ways that you and I can be planted and grow the seed of this divine nature that is within each and every last one of us, we find it that it's given in the book of Second Peter, the first chapter, verse number four through seven. So if you would, if you would turn your Bibles, your devices, to Second Peter, the first chapter, verse number four through seven. We're talking about the ways to be planted and to grow the seed of the divine nature within each and every last one of us. Now, Second Peter, the first chapter, verse number four through seven, the word of God reads, for by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust, verse five. Now, for this very reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence, and in your moral excellence, knowledge, and in knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, perseverance, and in your perseverance, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly kindness, and in your brotherly kindness, love. So the question we have to raise on this morning is, how do we thus then get planted and grow this imperishable seed within each and every last one of us to, to somehow grow the divine nature within you so that you are able to fully, aptly able to supply yourselves in what God has called you to do? You see, there are seven key elements in order to grow the seed that is in each and every last one of us. And just as seed needs to be planted in good soil and need water to grow, I want you to realize on this morning that the seed of the divine nature within you and within me needs these seven things for it to be able to grow in a way that will influence your soul. So the first thing and the first seed that must be planted and must be watered in good soil is moral excellence. The first of the seven is moral excellence. Now, another term for moral excellence is virtue. Virtue. You see, supplying moral excellence or virtue simply means giving something what it needs in order to fulfill what it was designed to do. That when you supply whatever it is, moral excellence or virtue, you are giving something what it needs in order to fulfill whatever it was designed to do. For example, whenever or if you were to sharpen a knife, whenever you sharpen that knife, you have now given the knife 
virtue or excellence. It's because in the process of sharpening the knife, you have now increased the knife's capacity to do whatever the knife was designed to do. You see, if the knife is not sharpened, if it is dull, it lacks excellence or it lacks the virtue as far as cutting is concerned. But whenever that knife is finally sharpened, it now has the virtue or the capacity to do what it was designed to do. So what I share with that is that I want you to realize on this morning that when it comes to many of our lives, that we need to sharpen that edge, is sharpen whatever God has called us and designed us to do. I believe the word of God says that iron sharpens iron. We need to realize that when it comes to our lives, we need to supply ourselves with what we need in order to live out the call or the purpose and the destiny of what we were designed to do. Peter tells us what we are all, no matter what your call, no matter what your purpose, no matter what your destiny, Peter tells us what this is that we need to sharpen in order for us to be able to do what we're all designed to do. I want you to turn to Second Peter 3, chapter 3, verse number 18. We find in Second Peter chapter 3, Verse number 18, where the word of God reads, but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Now, what I want you to understand on this morning is that each and every last one of us, no matter what your call, no matter what your purpose, no matter what your destiny is, all of us were made to bring God glory. Each and every last one of us, again, besides your call, besides your purpose, besides whatever your destiny, all of us, even in the manifestation of what we do, were all called and we were, we were made to bring God glory. And that's the DNA of the divine design that lies within us. Thus, if you want your, desi- your divine seed in your spirit, spirit to expand, then you must add it to the goal of glorifying God. 1 Corinthians 10, 31, if you would turn there, 1 Corinthians 10, 31 talks about this goal of glorifying God, this goal of the divine seed, and our spirit must expand by glorifying God. 1 Corinthians 10, 31, it reads, whether then you eat or drink, or whatever you do, watch this, do all to the glory of God. (laughs) Understand that we all must live with the consciousness of glorifying God in all that we do in order to live, live with the virtue that God has designed for us to have. But how does that play out in everyday life? The way this play out in everyday life is you begin asking yourself questions such as, how will this action, whatever I'm involved in, how will this action make God look? Will it glorify him or will it take away and rob him of his particular <clears throat> evangelist? How will this action make God look? Or how will this choice that I'm about to make, 
how will this choice expand how God is viewed by others around me? Will they begin to strengthen themselves in the faith, or would they simply cast God out to the side and say, I knew he wasn't real based upon the choices that I chose to make to expand how God is viewed through my life? Or we may ask ourselves the question, what can I do to bring God glory and please him? So again, how would this action make God look? How would this choice expand how God is viewed by those around me? Or what can I do to bring glory to God and to please him? You see, whenever you become fully functionally conscious of the purpose of your spiritual growth, which is to bring God glory, you have thus added more excellence to your faith. And as you continue to seek the spreading of his glory, the seed of his divine nature thus will continue to expand within you. So we learned the first is moral excellence and virtue. The second thing is knowledge. The second particular seed that needs to be planted and grow is knowledge. Hallelujah. To put it another way, when it comes to knowledge, you, you cannot grow beyond what you know. You cannot grow beyond what you know. And once you see how God wants, to, wants you to glorify him, each of us ought to look for additional ways in order to do more of it. Now, what God, I believe, is telling us through this passage in 2 Peter 1, 4 through 7, is that as we are to expand our faith in him by adding knowledge to our understanding of how we glorify him. So whatever you do, start exploring ways that you can bring God's glory. And also look for patterns in how he operates through you and in you, as well as how others respond to what you do or say regarding him. Amen. Because whenever you discover an area where each of us can bring God glory, then we need to study or how we can increase that particular area even more. Because the seed that is planted and growing within each and every last one of us, that seed will expand within you when you seek to make God's will your will through pursuing that which brings God's pleasure, and it will begin to advertise who he is. Now, the third seed that needs to be planted and growing in good soil the third thing we're instructed to do, according to 2 Peter 1, 4 through 7, is adding self-control to our knowledge and moral excellence or virtue. We need to add self-control to our knowledge and moral excellence. Now, self-control means disciplining yourself in a manner that enables you to maximize your skills at a higher level. Let me say that again. Self-control thus means disciplining yourself in a manner that enables you to maximize your skills at a higher level. You see, when we think of it, it's often thought about in terms of how athletes use it. You see, whenever you have an athlete, whenever you see self-control, it comes through focusing on what matters the most while allowing whatever distractions that life tries to provide to fall by the wayside. Now, I want you to 
realize on this morning that the enemy, the devil himself, likes nothing more than taking you off your track of glorifying God. And he does this through various ways that we may not even seem like it seems like to be a temptation. You see, the enemy is where he goads you into somehow giving up your self-control, whether you choose to indulge in way too much entertainment, then now you're beginning to take on the purpose of Hollywood because you're beginning to watch too much entertainment. Maybe it's finding yourself in too many self-centered interests or even maybe you just find yourself relaxing on the couch too much, laying in the bed too much, exercising, playing laziness. That a lack of self-control is one of the major detriments to our spiritual growth. Now, can you imagine how successful a professional athlete would be if they didn't have self-control in order to go to the gym, make a commitment to be in the gym, to work out in the early morning hours during the season? Where if you find an athlete who did not commit to do this, I can tell you right now that you find an athlete who would not be successful, who would no longer be part of the team. Even as we begin this new year, some of us have made a commitment to get in better shape even when it comes to our lives, that few of us, we wake up in the morning with our mind go entering the gymnasium simply because we want to do so. We have a passion to do so. My struggle is self-control because self-control will begin to tell my body that even though my body would enjoy sleeping in the warm covers in the cold morning, that it would be nice instead of listening to the alarm clock, listening to the Spirit of God wake me up, and now I have to have this self-control to go to the gymnasium. My body simply wants me to literally warm, lay under the warm covers versus preparing to work out. And the way we prepare to work out is having the self-control of getting up in the morning in order to do so. So understand that self-control is about so much more than just avoiding something. Self-control is the discipline that is required in order to pursue what is good, what is right, as well as what is spiritually productive. The fourth thing, the fourth seed that needs to be planted in order to grow is perseverance. Peter tells us that we are to add perseverance to our self-control, to our knowledge, and to our moral excellence in order to nurture and develop the spiritual seed within us. You see, perseverance in common language simply means to hang in there. <laughs> when you have perseverance, it means that you're not yet ready to throw in the towel. Because perseverance means that you have the wherewithal not to give up. Now, whenever we see the term used in Scripture, perseverance, it often refers to those seasons whenever you're experiencing a rough time period or a rough season in life. And the reason why God doesn't want you or I to throw in the towel is because God knows that perseverance develops your spiritual muscles of faith, hope, and trust. Let me say that again. Perseverance develops your spiritual muscles of faith, 
hope, and trust. And the harder life becomes, because you're working out your spiritual muscle of perseverance, the closer you can move towards Jesus Christ. So whatever you do, no matter what you face in 2022 and beyond, hang on to God even when you don't see anything happening in your favor because persevering positions you for a life of spiritual longevity. Now, the fifth seed that God begins to share that we need to plant and grow into this imperishable seed is that after perseverance, God tells us to add godliness. You see, godliness involves aligning your thoughts, your words, and your actions under the comprehensive rule of God in every area of our lives. Let me repeat that one more time. Godliness involves aligning your thoughts, words, and your actions under the comprehensive rule of God in every area of your life. You see, godliness is not about how many times you go to church, but rather godliness is all about surrendering your will to God's will. You see, it involves the spirit of humility and gratitude because godliness acknowledges the reality that all good things come from God. When you humble yourself, when you're grateful, even though you may not have what you desire, I still humble myself. I'm grateful because I realize that all good things come from God. James 1 17, if you have your Bibles or your devices, if you would turn there, the Word of God speaks specifically towards this godliness, this reality that all good things come from above or come from God. James 1, 17, the Word of God reads, every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. Realize on this morning, my brothers and sisters, is that there is no room for pride and godliness to exist together because godliness is quiet. Godliness is a gentle awareness of God's rule and authority over every area of our lives. Now, the sixth seed that God has called us to plant, grow in this imperishable seed is after godliness, we are instructed to add brotherly kindness. According to 2 Peter 1, 4 through 7, brotherly kindness. You see, the Greek term used for this is the word we're familiar with called Philadelphia, referring to a love that's rooted in friendship, love that's rooted in respect, in affection, and selflessness. It means that we are an extension of love to one another and one another in the members of the body of Christ, pouring out our lives into them through the grace of God flowing in and through each and every last one of them. So whenever you choose to extend brotherly love or brotherly kindness to someone else, 
understand that God oftentimes will use this as a boomerang in order to bring kindness back to you. You want to know how to receive love? Then give love out. You want to know how to receive kindness? Then give kindness out. Understand that God says, I have a boomerang anointing set up for you on this day. This boomerang anointing is not for yourself, but it's for the glory of God. So when you show joy to someone else, boomerang, joy coming back to you. When you show peace to someone else, boomerang, peace is coming back to you. Understand whatever you share through godliness and brotherly kindness, that a boomerang anointing is coming back, not just for yourself, but it's coming for the glory of God. In the Gospel of Luke, the sixth chapter, verse number 38, Luke, the Gospel of Luke, sixth chapter, verse number 38, very familiar passage, it says, give, and it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, for by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. So if you are battling depression, as tough as depression may be, then look and seek to minister to somebody else who may be dealing with depression as well, because God will allow boomerang anointing that he will begin thus to minister to your depression. If you're going through marital struggles, then seek to minister another couple who is also struggling or preparing to go through a divorce. If you need a healing, then maybe help somebody else who may be sick as well. If you need financial victory, give, good God Almighty, to somebody else in spiritual love, not just because you can announce that you gave somebody something, but do it in love. It's because brotherly kindness is the demonstration of love that you've already received from God himself. And it's through this outward manifestation of the fruit of that love that will begin to bounce right back to each and every last one of us. That takes us to the seventh seed that God said needs to be planted and grow in this imperishable seed that has been planted inside of others and all of us is that after we've extended brotherly kindness, the next particular seed is where love shines through. Hallelujah. Now watch this. Not only are we to have love to shine through for believers, but love should be shining through even to unbelievers. Because the key lies in the authentic application of all seven of these qualities, which thus causes us to bear fruit in our knowledge of God. Second Peter 1 and 8, if we can turn back there again, Second Peter 1 and 8, it says, For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what I want you to realize on this morning is that when it comes to knowing God, intimately knowing God, that it involves so much more than just reading books about God or singing songs of praise about God. And while these things are yet important, they are not the end of themselves, but rather 
These are qualities of virtue, of knowledge, of self-control, of perseverance, of godliness, of kindness, and these are virtues of love, qualities of love that are the demonstration that the information about God and the God that we serve has taken root within each and every last one of us. You see, God has a lot of people who claim to know him, but many of the believers, many of the Christians don't display little or no fruit. And while they are Christians who are saved by grace, very little fruit is coming from their lives in order to bring God glory as we advance his kingdom. Now, what I want you to please understand when we talk about fruit is that, that when it comes to natural fruit, that natural fruit has three distinct qualities tied to it. And realize that when it comes to natural fruit, that spiritual fruit is no different. The first thing I want you to realize about natural and spiritual fruit is that fruit is always visible. Fruit is always visible. The second thing I want you to know about natural and spiritual fruit <coughs> is that fruit always bears the character of the tree from which it came from. Fruit always bears the character of the tree from which it came from. You see, apple trees don't bear pears or oranges, but apple trees grow apples. Pear trees grow pears. Orange trees grow oranges. Fruit always bears the character of the tree from which it came. And then the third thing about natural and spiritual fruit is that fruit is always for the benefit of someone else. Let me say that again. Fruit is always the benefit of someone else. Understand that if ever fruit eats of itself, that whenever fruit eats of itself, it's known as rotten fruit. It's because fruit exists to nourish and delight somebody else. And understand that rotten fruit eats of itself. So I want you to realize that everything in life cannot be just about you. And if it is, then you're simply producing rotten fruit in your lives. So if you ever want to gauge how well you know God, all you need to do is look at the fruit that you're producing in your life. So as I prepare the end the declaration and begin to open up the line, 2 Peter 1, 4 through 7. We've been using that as our base text, 2 Peter 1, 4 through 7. It reads, for by these has he granted to us his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Now, for this very reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply more excellence and in your moral excellence, knowledge, and in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, perseverance, and in your perseverance, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly kindness, and in your brotherly kindness, love. So as we prepare to end this declaration, we prepare to open up the lines for comments, feedback. The question I must raise on this morning is, does your spirit man reflect the qualities that we just talked about in Second Peter 1, 4 through 7. 
of moral excellence, virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, kindness, and love. Is the fruit that God producing through you, is that fruit benefiting others? Or are you looking for this fruit to gain from it for yourself? Because Peter has harsh words for, for believers who fail to bear character-based fruit that he talked about. And he talks about this in 2 Peter 1 through 9. 2 Peter 1, chapter 1, verse number 9, it reads, For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. You see, the Apostle Peter called these types of Christians blind. It's because these Christians don't have awareness of their sins. Now, I know ain't nobody perfect on this earth, but Elias, Jesus Christ, but whenever you don't even have an awareness of your sin, awareness of what God has truly saved us from, it produces hearts that mirrors their own. But it's only when we allow pride to deceive us, causing us to forget the, manifest, the manifold mercies of God, like Lucifer who sought, who sought to overtake the throne of God, that our hearts become hardened to love, kindness, and godliness. And that whenever we somehow forget about the cross, whenever we marginalize Calvary, that's when each and every last one of us is in trouble. But knowing God fully, and freely, it begins at the foot of the cross where forgiveness of our sins for the veil which once separated us from him. Huh? And that and only that is our foundation for knowing him. Because when you know God from the vantage point of the cross, that your life thus will become fruitful. And when your life will become to have meaning that when your spirit man will overflow to those around you in such an impactful way that they can't even help but notice that there is something different about you now. Something is different about you. Something that draws me to like you. Something that draws me to want to know about this God that you serve. Something to know more about God deeper than I ever have can before. All because of this imperishable seed that is planted growing inside of us to bring God glory. And that, my brothers and sisters, is what we were all made for. Father, I thank you right now for your word. I thank you, Lord God, that you were thus glorified, Lord God. I thank you that even in all of the characters, the seeds, Lord God, that you have planted within each and every last one of us, Lord God, that, Father, whether we have fallen off the roll of grace, Lord God, or maybe we're struggling in the area, Lord God, I thank you that you have the capacity to help each and every last one of us get there. And, God, we are humbled. We are grateful, Lord God, to be able to stand before you in your kingdom, knowing, Lord God, that the love that we share to others the kindness we share to others, Lord God, that we will receive back, Lord God, double fold in our lives. Not because we do it for self, but we do it because it glorifies and honors you. So, Lord, I thank you that each person under the sound of my voice, that we strive, Lord God, to walk in more excellence or the virtue, to be able to do 
what you've created us to do, that we have a knowledge, Lord God, that we continue to get to know you more like never before. We have self-control. We don't run away from things, but Lord God, we're very decisive, Lord God, about those things we decide to do, Lord God. We discern which way you would have us to go. Father, we have perseverance that we have a no-quit attitude, no matter if it looks like you're moving or not, God, but we will not quit. We have a godliness, a kindness, and a love that we will begin to share with those we come in contact with. God, I thank you. And if there's anything else, Lord God, that we may have missed in this prayer that anyone may be struggling with, Father, I pray that even though I don't know, you know, that, Lord, you will meet them right where they are. Lift them up, Lord God. Allow their lives to, that imperishable seed to expand and grow right where they're planted. And, Lord, we will forever give your name all the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. It's in your darling, matchless son, Jesus' name we pray. Let every heart say amen. Hallelujah. We thank each and every last one of you all on this morning. We're going to open it up for any feedback, any uh, comments, or even if you just want to introduce yourself, amen, at this time. I'm going to just say my God today. I'm going to just say my God today. If you didn't teach, my name is not what it is. Great morning, boss. (laughs) Great morning, Thursday. My beautiful birthday sister. (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed your teaching. This you taught this morning. Hallelujah. I thank God for you this morning. I'm shutting up, y'all. I'm going to jump in because baby. It, it's good. It's good, Sister D. I, 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 I was trying to hold my peace while I'm over here at this job of mine before I missed out. I think I'm crazy. Brother, you was on fire just like the like the video game of back in the day played uh what is it? Uh 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 with RU. You, I, I wonder, yeah. I, you can, Man, you was one that power, brother. <laughs> brother you was bringing that God. power, man. And I remember that game. <laughs> yes, sir. You were teaching, brother. You were teaching, man. I, I was Amen. like, man. Praise God. Man. God bless you. Amen. Continue to continue to grow that imperishable seed within you, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My, my name is Al, by the way. Bless you, brother bless Al. You, God yes, bless sir. you, brother Al. <laughs> Thank you, man. You you made my man. I feel like I'm about to roll out of here and, and run out this mug, man. <laughs> Ready to well, run, thank baby. God for that. Praise <laughs> God. Thank you, brother. Amen. Good morning, Pastor Blessing. Good morning. You can send my lace front, my handkerchief, and my shoe back from Georgia because you talked this morning as this said. You did that, that perishable and imperishable. God bless you. This is God bless you. God bless you, Rochelle. We thank God for you as well. Hey, it was it was great. That was great. I, I don't even have no words. It's Christina. I just took notes. I just was taking notes. My whole thing filled up over here. I mean, whew. Thank you Christina. for that teacher. Yes, hey, sir. man. Christina, always good to connect with you. You know, everyone on here is like family, but we go way back like four flat times. So, Christina, it's always great to hear from you and great to see the move of God in your life. Amen, brother. Good morning. Um, This is Toyer. It's been a while since I've been on here, but I am so thankful that I got on this morning. Um, That really touched my spirit. I'm over here on fire, and I'm so thankful that God woke me up on this morning and told me to call the line. Um, 
My spirit has been so shaken, and I've been testifying to people all week saying, I feel some type of way. I don't know what's going on in my body. My my entire house got stricken by COVID. I mean, Mm. down from my newborn grandson up to my 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 son in my house and and I asked God why did this plague touch my house if I'm serving you? What is it that I'm not doing right, God? And my my spirit was feeling so shaky and I was feeling so nervous and so anxiety and so fearful and the enemy was trying to put a hold on me that I just couldn't get him to release off of me. And your Mama. word this just explained to me exactly what's going on with me, that mm. my seed that's planted, am I working with the seven spirits, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? But God just revealed to me as you were ministering the thorn that I had in my side. He mm. answered me fully, and I thank you, brother. I Thank you so much. I thank God for you. Glory be to God. I thank you. And God bless. God bless. That was everything. And I'm so thankful. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah. God be the glory. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, Sister Boy. God bless you. Good morning, Brother Daryl. It's Didi, your other AT&T alumni. Listen, I'm cleaning the school, I'm sanitizing this preschool, and I'm doing a little bib up with it. That's fire. Oh, my God, today. Oh, my. T.D., it is so good to hear from you. God bless you. Just thankful that we're able to reconnect through this particular venue as well. I pray that all is well with you and your family. Anyone else? Good morning. This is uh, Teresa Belcher, also known as your best pass. Just yes. Kidding, not really. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It is, it, it is so true. <laughs> it was um, a in-season word, an on-time word. Um, what I I got a lot, as everyone else that my notepad is overflowing, but it reminded me of um, Galatians talking about the fruit of the spirit and how a lot of times people think of the fruit of the spirit because it lists so many that it's an if or, or if or or and, but it's one fruit. They're just all, those are all the characteristics of it. You have to have all of them. All of them are required. And so what I got from mm these seven characteristics is that not one is optional. They're all required and one builds upon the other. And as you have all of them, you won't have a choice but to be a God chaser. You won't be able to help yourself because these seeds were already planted in you when you became a new creature in Christ. And because of that, you will um, always have an insatiable thirst for the things of God, but you can't pick and choose one. You must have all of them. So thank you for reminding us of that on this morning. Amen, baby. I love you. Thank you for constantly reminding me that the true anointing in the house lies in wifey y'all she is something else (laughs) y'all thank you for your insight thank you for sharing that message 
<laughs> Thank you, love. Hey, Amen. Anyone else? <laughs> Good morning. This is April. Just want to say thank you. That message was such a blessing to me. Hey, man. Good morning, Sister April. We thank God for you being in part and sharing as well. Anyone else? If I may, this is Toya again. And if I may just ask for prayer. Um, I truly, truly, truly need prayer, y'all. I truly Amen. need someone to stand in the gap with me. And I hope y'all can hear my heart. Um, I truly, truly need prayer like the enemy. I got, I got, I got ordained as a minister mm-hmm. on um, a few weeks ago before the Christmas holidays came up. And it seems like as soon as that happened, the battle really started. It's like I was just gliding through, like I was doing the, the minimum for God, like I was flowing through and I was making people think that my my seed that was planted was flowing right and that it was godly and I was walking in all of the fruits of the spirit and I was doing everything God wanted me to do. And as soon as I got ordained, the enemy came and, and, and started saying, questioning me, putting all this fear in me, asking me, am I right? Are you right? Do you think you're right? So I just want prayer through this. This plague hit my house, this COVID thing. And it wasn't even nothing major. We didn't get majorly sick. No one had to go to the hospital or anything. Mm -hmm. Just a few little minor body aches and things. But it placed this fear in my spirit. And I just want all of you saints, because I hear your sound, and I know everybody on this line is is godly filled, and I want prayer. I want you guys to just stand in the gap for me and my family and for me, and really just hold me accountable for what I need to do for God, because I won't lie to y'all right now. I am scared. I am so Hey, hey, Toya, 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 hold on. Let me catch you. Let me tell you two things. The first, the first thing I want to tell you is you are absolutely right where God needs you to be. Yep. I, I just need you to hear me. Listen, listen, listen with the mm-hmm. eyes of your understanding. Listen, Psalms 119, 130 says this, the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding. All of us go through processes, the fear and the accusation that the enemy continues to present to you are declarations from heaven's throne to your ear that you need to understand how to approach the court, handle the accusation so that the enemy no longer has anything to accuse you with. Let me tell you all I just said. That means deeper. This is the place where he strips you of religion. This is the place where he strips you of tradition and habit, and he walks you into those seven things that Pastor Belcher just taught. And, and this, is, this is the cold part about, um, and don't misunderstand what I'm saying, ordination and um, <laughs> seminary school and <laughs> theology school and all of that. 
babe, it'll trick you into a big black hole of self-righteousness. Not intentionally, but it just happens, right? So let let me tell you what God is doing. All of the systems that you have built to protect yourself and 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 hear me, I, I gotta say it how Holy Spirit is saying it, and Amen. to elevate yourself, he is demolishing. Amen. In order to abound, you must abase. Mm. Humility is expensive. Ask me how I know. I got a running tab. <laughs> right? And so the prayer, we could pray for you all day. The key is, the Bible says this, agree with your adversary quickly, lest the bailiff take you off to jail. That means you got to acknowledge what it is that God is trying to show you so that he can give you revelation on how to undo it, right? That means that there are some um, there's some repentance and confession that needs to take place. And this is Amen. not me being mental this is all this is what i'm hearing i'm i'm just listening with my spiritual ear so the bible says there's there's fear not 365 time mentioned that's one for each day fear is not of god it is of the enemy so now you need to ask god now he, here's where it gets hard i'm gonna tell you it's gonna get ugly earth <laughs> i'm just gonna let me just be be one. <laughs> let me let me just keep it real, real raw. Cause listen, I'm I'm going on with what 2008 to right now, baby. What that's about 13 years. I don't even know. I didn't lost track of, of the count of the, uh, running into the things I'm scared to death of. And he bring them and he sit them right in your lap. You what you scared of that? Oh, let me see. <laughs> let me see. Let me see if you'll still trust me. So stop saying. I'm terrified. Stop saying I'm scared. Change your language. You will change your life. Mm-hmm. I'm shutting up, and then we're going to redirect because otherwise we'll talk offline. But this one I will say before I go. Keep showing up. Consistency mm-hmm. is key. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't fall off. Consistency is key. Stay planted. Consistency is key. Amen. You got to go where you'll get the tools necessary to not just fight fear, but to learn how to win over fear. There's a difference. Amen. That's all. That's all. Amen. Amen. But Amen. We, we are praying for you. Amen. But we don't stay in the vein of this planted call. Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank you. I receive that. Amen. God bless Good morning. you, Sister Toy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, man of God. Good morning, family. Thank you for your awesome message and for the um insight and the wisdom and the courage to um acknowledge your beautiful of uh, the fragrance of your wife thank you so much thank you for the message. praise god thank you so much as well as well too sis god bless you good morning Anyone? good morning good morning i just want to thank you for your message today i'm driving so i hope that you can hear me, um, and also I, you know, I would have to go back and listen to the playback so that I can take the notes. Um, I just thank you for your teaching. Um, God bless you, Amen. <laughs> God bless you and drive safely as well, too, sis. <laughs> God bless you. Anyone else? Good morning. This is Mary. Thank you so much for sharing, and God bless you. 
God bless you, Sister Mary. Thank you as well for being a part and your words of, of encouragement as well. Thank you so much. Anyone else? Good morning. This is Kind Kim. I just wanted to unmute my line and just let you know that I appreciate you. Thank you for showing up and showing out for us again through the presence of the Lord. God bless you, sir. Have an amazing day. God bless you, kind Kim. It's always good to hear from you as well. And thank you for making me and others feel included as well. Thank you. Pastor Dara, I just wanted to say you really preached that word this morning, and I praise God for you that you just keep on ministering to us. Thank you for that. Amen. Thank you as well. Thank you for your ministry as well. That is that my heart well is also. So thank you as well, sister. Anyone else? Any questions, comments? Amen. Wait, hold on one second. I, mm-hmm. I want you to talk just a little bit more. We over here got a whole text message thread talking about this <laughs> rotten fruit eating of itself. <laughs> you, know, you know, when you get that kind of teaching, you got to chew on it for a little while. And so especially for, for you know, our, our babies and even our seasoned saints in, in real life, um, when you get good food, you know, when you get good food, you sit at the table, everybody be huffing. You have to loosen up, get that first little belt run. You got to sit there for a minute and marinate in that thing. Listen, you taught, I'm going to go back and listen to the playback in a minute. You taught your face off this morning. But you talked about the fruit and the fruit, the the, the, um, attributes of the fruit and the fruit being identifiable by the type of tree that it is. But then you said this, only rotten fruit eats of itself. That fruit is for the consumption of others. It is for others. It is not for us. Only rotten fruit eats of itself. My God (laughs) on the day. I got real churchy right there. Listen, I, think, look, I, I don't know if anybody else on the line, if they, look, I don't want to be no, I don't want to eat myself up. I, and then it made me start visualizing fruit as it begins to deteriorate Yeah. and how yeah. moldy it gets. And if you let it yeah. sit too long, contingent upon what type of fruit it is, that stuff starts to stink. Yeah. And it's not good for anything, for nothing, yes. not even mm. for itself. Mm, mm, mm. Listen. Mm. Sorry. Okay, I'm I'm shutting up, and then if everybody else want to be silent, we'll give them some time back because I understand. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to let me jump in real quick because when you was talking about the the fruit, when he said that I had to go back and do perishable versus no imperishable versus perishable, perishable, and how perishable endures forever, and perish is dying or decay. You better go ahead on. My, 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 my. Wow. I would like to, this is Mary, and when uh, whomever said the rotten fruit, and this, you notice when you have your fruit in your basket, it, that, that rotten, if you don't take it out, it'll just spoil all the rest of it. So you right. don't watch it. When you watch, you'll start to cause and decay all around you if you don't watch it. So that, to me, Amen. is just, just profound. 
Amen. Amen. I, I like brother, Darryl, mm-hmm. oh, no, I was say this is I'm actually, I'm actually mess. I'm actually putting together the fruit bowls for the babies, and I'm using colorful fruit. And I just opened a flat of strawberries that on the top they're so pretty and beautiful. And as I'm taking them out, the whole underneath is full of rotten strawberries. I can't use them. My gosh. Mm. Listen, mm. listen, that's a lot of sight. They be pretty. <laughs> I mean, they be having on their good hat, they good purr. Honey, you get underneath the surface of that thing, it's sticky, <laughs> moldy, stinky, and useless. That's that religious mm. spirit. That's a perfect, mm. perfect description. That is that's right. That is right on point because you know your your fruit can be looking good outside, pretty, and then you cut that that thing in the middle, and you be like, oh man, it's all bad. Just Perfect description rotten. of religion. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How you doing? This is our brother E. Uh, brother great E. Decoration. Great decoration. You know, there's also another fruit too that looks good, tastes good, but uh, it's man-made. Now, every fruit carries its own seed. But, you know, we have things like seedless or watermelon. And what are those called? Those are called genetically modified mm-hmm. fruits. Mm. So we have, to, we have to always look at it and see, is my fruit something that's organic or God-made? Does it have seed? Or is it good? <laughs> May taste good? but it doesn't carry any seeds, so it won't rep- reproduce. And that's what happens when we have man-made gifts mm. with GMOs. Mm. Well, well said, but, Brother E, because you, you know what, though, Brother? It just, it just like you said, you got your, 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 your genetic modified fruit. You know, mm. you can have a genetic modified religion. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Look good. Mm. You ain't tasted it yet, but once you get inside and taste it, you're like, ugh, this is... This is man. <laughs> and it won't reproduce. Brother E, that was powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Will not reproduce, no seed. Now this is Teresa hey, this- again. I I am enjoying the fruit analogies, um, and the whole thing about rotten fruit. It's the only fruit that eats itself and that it's no good. But there's also we don't like rotten fruit. We don't wanna be rotten fruit. But there's also um, fruit that isn't ripe yet. You get a banana mm. and it's green and it's hard and it's not ripe. It's it's not it actually it's not good for you and it's not good to you. So in us walking in our in the fruit that God the, 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 that God has given us, we need to remember that our time is not God's time and that it's not a race. The race isn't given to the swift. Well, maybe it is a race, but it's not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to he that endures. So it takes as long as it takes. So to be authentic and to be who God really called us to be and to um, be available and to properly minister to God's people the way we're supposed to, we can't manufacture anything. We can't accelerate the time. We have to uh, be patient (laughs) and and let... um, you know, germinate and all of that stuff and let God do what he needs to do to us so that when 
he gives us a platform, not a pulpit, but a platform to be a blessing to his people. That is just what we are, a blessing to them and not a mess. Amen. Mm, I want to piggyback off that, too. It's like, you know, we can be premature. You know, we're not ready. You know, like you're saying, it's, you know, in the beginning stages, you know, you're still in the German Germanization. You know, you, you got to start getting that seed planted. You gotta gotta nurture it. You know, you gotta water it. So it ain't ready yet. You know, and that's a lot a lot of us are spiritually. We're not ready yet. So we gotta hold on and hit the reset button and start afresh. Amen. It's important to make sure that in order for that preparation readiness, we gotta stay connected to the vine. That's where the source of our growth and the source of everything we need to bring us into spiritual maturity will get us to as well. So awesome. Awesome analogies, awesome feedback, everybody. Powerful. Pastor Darum? Yes. This is kind Kim again, and God is just really teaching me how to be quiet. I know that God just touches me every time I'm on the line and he pours into me. And I always have so much to say, but I just thank God for allowing me to listen because I'm actually receiving a whole bunch more. But I got butterflies in my stomach and I can't be quiet right now. He is pouring into me and I want to pour out into my brothers and sisters. So I'm going to come this morning with spirit. Spirits come in different fashions, but we know that alcohol, they call it spirits. And it's for a reason, because when we ingest alcohol, a different spirit comes upon us. So I started thinking about that pruno that's manifested through that rotten fruit that sits and sits. And as we manifest in ourselves and we get more comfortable in our sin and just let it sit and just sit and sit, and sit right? That spirit comes upon us that's just, that's just intoxicating. And that's what that fruit will do. If you just let it sit and let it sit, you're going to have this good old wine mm. that you call good old that mm. you ingest and you be feeling some type of way <laughs> that's unpleasing to God. So that's what wow. hit my spirit when I thought about that fruit that just sits and, you know, it rots. And some people think it's okay to sit in there rotting. Wow. You know, because they get something out of it that they feel like is pleasing to themselves, but it's not pleasing to God. So I just wanted to share that this morning with my brothers and sisters. And I'm going back on you. <laughs> Thank you, kind Kim. Powerful. Amen. Anyone else? What? One more fruit analogy. This is prosperous, fam. <laughs> I love the, this. The conversation. Your uh, declaration was amazing. And I just keep thinking about. So I'm looking at my bananas. I've got some bananas. An interesting thing about bananas, you know, like it, it did come ripe. Um, you know, a little green, and it has to just wait until God's timing. And I just know a lot of times, you know, there's nothing you, this banana can do to be red, ripe and, you know, just wait on God's timing. So I just, I know I have to keep an eye on it a day, but it, it can't be a few days because it'll go bad. These bananas don't last too long, but um, it's just trusting God's timing. Nothing you can do to um, rush it or anything else. When God says it's uh, ripe, it's just the perfect time. That's just what I was getting. So thank you so much for the conversation. <laughs> hey, man. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for sharing as well. Hey, Pastor Dale. Hey, Dale. I'm Dale. <laughs> go ahead, Lisa. I'll go after you. Listen, listen. <laughs> I've been trying to run and hide and find a place so I could get on and say something because I'm at work. Then you already know. I'm like in the conference room. Do I need to go to the bathroom? Somebody showed up there. I was like, wait a minute. 
<laughs> and yeah, you said it. Well, I was like, are you looking for your face? Because you taught it off. I loved um, how you strung everything together and brought so much out of that one passage and then made connections with, you know, other passages so that we can really see what it looks like, how the word can come alive. And I think that's why you're getting right. the comments because when it becomes real and we can see it and it's tangible and we can touch it, it's like, I can do it. Okay, now Man. we believe that we can really do it and apply this thing to our lives so that we can become incorruptible fruit. Listen, I hear everybody talking about that fruit and how I, that was the same thing I was thinking about, how it turns on itself and it eats on itself. But listen, we're talking about other people and rotten fruit. This is an opportunity for us to examine ourselves, really what's going on with us. And I'm not even talking about being rotten and being wretched. I'm talking about the things that we do with self-sabotage, with low self-esteem, without knowing our identity, without recognizing that we are who God says that we are, when we're being fooled and tricked by that enemy to believe the lies we believed before we got saved. And now that we've come into the knowledge of the truth, we still don't believe. It's rotten. My God, my God. It is rotten and it's absolutely an attempt to rob us of the joy, the fruit of the spirit, like your wife is talking about, to rob us of the things we're supposed to be experiencing in life with that love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, meekness, that temperance, the self-control, that stuff we are supposed to be walking in and living in. No wonder why. This is part of mm. the ignorant of Satan's devices because we don't know and we don't get it. You made me think about Romans 5 where it talks about everything that we go through is for a purpose. The trying of our mm. faith produces something in and through us and out of us to get us to mature to that ripe fruit so that we can turn around, like Ephesians talks about, for the fivefold ministries to build up, equip, edify the body for the work of ministry. My God. My God. My God. Thank you, sir. God Thank bless you. you. I wanted to get honor was due. You blessed my soul this morning. Thank you, sir. God bless you. You bless my soul as well. Amen. Anyone else? Sorry, thanks, Christina. Go ahead, sis. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Daryl, I just, I'm going to have to go back. Not only listening, but I'm sharing this one. This one was so good, but, you know, because of what you, the instruction you gave based upon the word of God, it's like when you go down to verse eight and you see what happens, the promises of God, because if, what does it say? If these things are yours and abound, you will yep. neither, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So this is absolutely <laughs> necessary. In this order, it's necessary so that you bear fruit. And then I love how your wife says that the fruit of the spirit, a lot of times people put an S on it, the fruits of yes. the spirit. No, <laughs> it's not fruits multiple. It's one fruit bearing all of these things so you can't have love and not have patience you can't have joy and not have love you it's one fruit that's it i'm going on mute <laughs> that's awesome man anyone else yes it's brother e again um for our very nature we all carry rotten fruit. But as, as a tree, and I love God, I love the word when he talks about uh, God being being uh, divine. Mm -hmm. We the branches and how he prunes us. But it, yeah. if you ever look at a tree, if you ever look at a tree, as a tree grows and as a tree matures, rotten fruit don't stay on the tree. It usually drops mm -hmm. to the ground. Mm. <laughs> 
So I just want to say it as encouragement. We have to acknowledge that we have rotten fruit. Just by our very nature, even, even whether you're a baby, whether you're a seasoned saint, but if you abide in the true vine as you grow, it's in that process of maturity that those things uh, that Lisa talked about, that, that self-esteem, that fear, uh, yes. or whatever plagues us, those secret sins, those sins that we struggle with, uh, begin to drop off if we just stay rooted. If we just stay rooted and just continue to allow the process of growth and maturity, those things will begin to stop um, stop off. There's no perfect tree. Amen. And if you look at it, uh, if you've ever been in a grove, and this is why community is so good. If you ever went to a, a peach grove or or, or 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 whatever, all of those trees are dependent upon one another. If you were to dig up all those trees, you would find that those roots are interconnected. So we're here to help each other grow, as God has intended, because God is a God. Our God is a God of community, and He made us in His image. This is why this is why declare victory is so powerful because we're helping each other grow Amen. day by day. This is why Dion says, "Keep coming, keep coming," mm-hmm. you know, and and you and and let your roots intertwine with with those who are a little stronger, and, and that rotten fruit will begin to drop off. My mind. Mm. Thank you, brother E. That's powerful as well. Amen. Thank you for sharing on this morning. Anyone else? Uh, this is Brother Al again, man. I, I don't know. There's something crazy that came to my head, man. You know, with these fruits and things, where with the fruit is a plant. So you know how mm-hmm. a plant gets sick. You wanna you wanna mm-hmm. take care of it so you can get it to survive. So sometimes you have to propagate it, cut the other part off, and start over. That's how we have to mm-hmm. do with some uh, people we have in our lives. Sometimes we gotta cut them off and, and start a new. And build some new foundation because we got to cut those spirits off because those spirits are, you know, they harming us, you know, destroying our spirits. My God, brother Al, that is on point. Y'all are on fire this morning, amen. Hallelujah! Hey, Thank um, you for the sharing. This is Diddy, brother Al. You are a humble Al. Uh, that seasonal fruit is what I'm thinking about too. And you're talking about when brother mm-hmm. Eric said we all have rotten fruit, and we do. And as the seasons change. You know, certain you want you see bare, you know, trees that are bare and fruit that's not growing, whatever. And that's how I feel. Um, the seasonal things when those people or those things, even the things that we self stuff. You know what I mean? It's in self in us that I think once we get we humble ourselves and we see that we too have the right fruit. So I'm glad Brother E brought that up. And we also have to think about the seasons and when they change too. So I want to just add that. That is awesome. Didi, thank you so much always for your insight. Anyone else? Amen. We are flowing this morning. Amen. All hearts and minds are in order? No, I just wanna I just wanna put this out there. Um Captain Girl talked, talked. He poured into us, he talked. He gave us the bread of heaven. So for all of us who, you know, receive today, we want to bless um, Pastor Belcher. Um, and um, if you can 
tell us your cash app so we can pour back into you. So you can go get you some fresh fruit if you want to go to Trader Joe's, Safeway, wherever you want to go to get you some fresh oh fruit for nourishment because we appreciate um, your good teaching on today. We have good teachers all the time, but we just like to give back when you when they give out so much. So go ahead and tell your us your cash app so we can give back to you. We thank you. God bless you, sister. Of course, without a shadow of a doubt, this is a um, a very big surprise, amen, as well. Um, I don't do it for that, but, it, you know, again, if the Holy Spirit led for that, amen, I'm not going to deny the gift that's there, amen. I do have Cash App. I do have a Zelle as well, and I'll give you both. For the Cash App is simply Daryl Belcher, D-A-R-R-Y-L. B-E-L-C-H-E-R. And for those who are using Zelle, amen, it is D-A-R-R-Y-L dot B-E-L-C-H-E-R, the number one, at gmail.com. And, and again, thank you, each and every last one of you all. You do not have to. This is my joy. This is my call. This is my pleasure. But I thank you all who are led to do so. Amen. Amen. Can you repeat? You gonna put it in the room? Time, uh, I sure can. I'll put it. I'll uh, put it in the room. I got it. I wrote okay. it down. Okay. And it's Daryl Dot Belcher, the number one at gmail dot com, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. It takes just as much capacity to receive as it does <laughs> to give. Yes. <laughs> I receive that, sis. I receive that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I am so grateful and love each and every last one of you all as well. Amen. Anyone, anyone else? <laughs> I am sharpened I just say, brother, this is this don't it's, it's been more than a decoration call. This has been like family, man. I feel like I'm at home, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brother, that's what it's supposed to be. Amen. And I am so grateful for the men that are shouting out, too, as well. Way to go, men. Man. (laughs) Anyone else? Anyone else? You all have been absolutely phenomenal. We thank God for this this circle, this kingdom group. Amen. That God has formed as well. Anyone else? Amen. It looks like we are prepared. I just pray again as you all, as I pray for you, you pray for me, and we just continue to pray for this movement, amen, to stay connected and planted, and we see what God is doing in each and every last one of our lives, amen. With all hearts and minds in order, let us bow our heads and open our hearts. Father, we thank you so much today, Lord God. We thank you that this was more than just a group. This was family, Lord God. This is your kingdom family, Lord God. And we are grateful to be a part, Lord God, that you continue to grow the seed, that imperishable seed that is within each and every last one of us, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you just continue, Lord God, to grow the moral excellence, the virtue, Lord God, that we are able to meet that which we were created for, that, God, we are able to walk in the growth of the seed of knowledge, Lord God, that we can know you, not know about you, but know you intimately like never before, Lord God. We thank you for exercising 
self-control, discipline, Lord God, over every area of our lives, even when it comes to making decisions, Lord God, would you be proud? We thank you that in our perseverance, we do not give up. We don't throw in the towel. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, Lord God, we will continue to trust in you. And God, we thank you that we're walking, Lord God, in the attributes of godliness, aligning our thoughts, our words, our actions, Lord God, under your comprehensive rule, Lord God. And Father, we thank you that as we do so, all of that is none void, Lord God, if we don't walk in brotherly kindness and love, being able to share, Lord God, the love of you, whether saved or unsaved. And Lord, I thank you for the fruit that is here on the day, the fruit, Lord God, that is walking in manifestation, the fruit, Lord God, that is visible, that is right, Lord God, the fruit that exhibits the character from the tree, Lord God, that you are the vine, Lord God, and when we are the vine, we are the branches, Lord God. I thank you that, Lord, you just continue to cover and keep each and every person on this line. We thank you for the declar- the, the declarer on tomorrow and the days to come, Lord God, that they will continue to speak words of life, Lord God, into each and every last one of us. We thank you for the prayer warriors. We thank you for those that were able to share their godly insights, Lord God, to be able to lift one another up. And, Lord, we will be so careful and to give your name all the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. And to your darling, matchless son, Jesus, name we pray. Let every heart say amen. Amen to you all. God bless amen. you. And continue amen. to grow the same. Amen. 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 Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. Have a great day.